This episode of Breaking the Fourth Wall Podcast or Breaking the Fourth Wall Weekly is brought to you by the Comic Collections. Come check out the Comic Collections at 83 Bustleton Pike, Feasterville, Pennsylvania, or give them a call at 215-357-3332. For all your collectibles and comic book and music needs, contact the Comic Collections, 83 Bustleton Pike, Feasterville, Pennsylvania. That's 215 215- Three five seven three 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 two. Hey everybody, it's CJ Graham. That's right, Jason Voorhees, Friday the Thirteenth, Part Six, and you're listening to Breaking the Fourth Wall. Yeah, see, so we're 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 gonna make this an uh, like an international traveling star. <laughs> well, still you're in Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm in Philadelphia. So they got like what Independence Hall or something? You could get some pictures with the guitar. Yeah, I could take it to the Liberty Bell or uh, if they have it open, the uh, where the Constitution wait, of the wait, Independence wait. is. You're gonna take a guitar to the Liberty Bell before you're gonna invite us out there. I've invited you y'all out there. There's no excuse. Cool uh-uh. There, there's no excuse. I've already made the invitation to you guys. The guitar is more likely to show up. <laughs> okay. I just None would love to scale that shit. Hey, hey look, if, if I wanna if I wanna I fuck with you guys, I don't know if I could do it on Let's this app. I'll do it. So, yeah. I'll hop on a plane. Come visit you fuckers. <laughs> I've done it before, haven't I? Have you? Yeah, I don't know. He is very good on planes. <laughs> he <laughs> likes hopping on planes and surprising people. He likes hopping yeah. on planes. I still want planes. that guitar with the red crystal. Those guys still have that, and I want it. What? That guitar with the red crystal frets that I was looking at, the V. Oh. I still yeah. want that. <laughs> he still wants that. He told me to give me a, a deal on it. Did you say crystal meth? <laughs> no, crystal meth. <laughs> a guitar on crystal yeah, meth. Yeah, that one guitar with crystal meth on it? That's like every touring <laughs> band. Like that that's that's one of Keith Richards' personal collection, right? Yeah. yeah. Not crystal meth, no crystal Oh my god, that's hilarious, friend. But yeah, um, yeah. Make sure you just send me your address, and uh, we'll set it up. I'll send it out to you, and uh, have everybody autograph it. And then if you're around anything like memorable or cool or something like, um, like say Don, if you're going someplace like me, like to a city near you that's got a famous place like uh, rock and roll, you know, uh, Hard Rock Cafe or something, you know, take it with you and get a picture up front of there, you know, or oh yeah. Or, bring uh, bring a little John with me. Trinity, could you get a picture at Red Rocks? I mean, it doesn't matter if there's anybody playing or not. You know, just get a picture of the silly guitar there, and then we'll hand oh, it all I'm, back to Willie in the end. I'm I'm thinking that everyone will do a bunch of posts with the guitar, and it just won't be appropriate to air. We'll air it anyway. <laughs> Fuck YouTube. Speaking of, what's up, guys? Welcome to Breaking the Fourth Wall Weekly. We are back, and we actually have a full panel tonight. Go ahead and start off with the guy who's usually late, but actually was on time today, Mr. Colin Washburn. Hey, hey, what's up, Chris? Good to see you. And the man that if he says he's Santa Claus, do not let his your children sit on his lap, Mr. Don Smith. 
actually, nope, the moms need to come sit on my lap. There you go. That's what that's what I'm looking for. I'm... He's got a candy cane to show you. <laughs> also joining us is exactly, Miss, exactly, Miss Serenity Stone. Hi. That works great for our audio audience, and of course, <laughs> last but certainly not <laughs> le- <laughs> last but certainly not least, joining us once again on the weekly show. Normally, my co-conspirator on the Journal of the Jedi sections when we have something to talk about Star Wars, Miss Ren. Ren, how you doing? Everyone, I'm doing great. Yay, Serenity! It's good to finally be back. So thrilled to have another female. It won't be just a sausage fest, although the jokes will I, probably still remain the same. Of course they will, but I love how that. Oh, they'll get ro- they'll get worse. Definitely worse. <laughs> Definitely. Well, since we don't have much time on this week, uh, we got to get it started off right away. And the best way to start it is with a little bit of the news buffet. All right. Damn pop-ups. See, that's what I'm not used to. That's why I'm not used to doing this yet. So, hey, welcome Welcome to the news buffet. Are you trying to say something? Yeah, I thought it was the GPS in the background or something. I was like, are you on a trip? (laughs) I am always on a trip. Ah. Here on the news buffet, we go on a trip every week. We just don't go anywhere. (laughs) And we're going to start our trip in Florida tonight. A Florida man stole candles from a mall store and sprayed dozens of patrons with bear mace repellent before escaping, police said. The theft happened Saturday afternoon at a Bath and Body Works store in a mall in the Doral uh, suburb west of Miami, investigators said. The unidentified suspect entered the store, filled a bag with candles, and then started spraying people with mace. This is... (laughs) This is an only-in-Miami story, uh, Doral Police spokesman uh, Ray Valdez told the Miami Herald, you can't make this up. About 35 people were affected. Some were taken, taken to hospitals for treatment, including the store manager, but officials were not sure how many or whether any had been admitted. Uh, Bear Mace is a strong irritant to a person's eyes and respiratory system, not unlike other products at Bath & Body Works. Well, Colin, I, I, I'll, I'll ask. I added that last part. <laughs> it's not. It's true. Um, I get a headache. <laughs> I get a headache walking past the Bath and Body Works. Colin, I'll ask you because I'm, I'm not much of a hunter. Is there a difference between bear mace and what cops would use to spray somebody who's you know not my skin color? That was um, a joke, folks. I think Settle it's down. the size of the canister is what that is. <laughs> the size. Um. Yeah. That would be that would be my guess. Okay, so I was just wondering. It's like why bear mace? Is it easier to get, or or is it stronger, more I, potent? Like I guess you you can hit more. It's a bigger canister. You can hit more people with it. That's why thirty five people were affected. And that's, that's I mean, a good lie. for Bath and Body Works. They have that many people in their store. That's a lie. It was like yeah. it was like two people were affected by the mace. Everybody else was affected by that goddamn Eldenberry scent. Yeah. <laughs> and your mother smelt of elderberries. <laughs> I thought in your general direction. I have a terrible accent. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you, you got you got to love starting out in Florida because you know we're going to start it out with something like bear mace in a Bath and Body Works, right? You know. 
When, I mean, who walks in the back of body spraying that stuff all over the place? I mean, it's got to take exactly. a set up. The girl that, to do that, right? It, it, there wasn't anybody there. Let, let's be real. There was nobody breaking in there to steal candles. That was the girl in the front that sprays everybody with the shit as a sample. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. They were just starting out that way. <laughs> well, that that's what triggered him is somebody sprayed him with the sample, and he's like, well, fuck you, and he took out his bear mace that he was – gonna use for something else and that's why that's why he stole all the candles he's gonna light them up for some right. aromatherapy to get the fucking smell off them right they, they for i feel like his hand was forced on that that was I thought he was gonna get mugged and raped in bath and body it was pretty brutal <laughs> look, look, look the bottom line it the bottom line the lesson learned in this is even in florida bath and body works fucking sucks <laughs> yeah i can get on board with that all right. <laughs> oh I can't even talk. I was Bailey so Pellin distracted. What? what? I don't know what she did, but some, she was flickering something at me. <laughs> flickering at you? See, that, that's another bad thing. I don't. I can't see the video. Of what's going on? Because I. I uh, she's playing. With I don't the have app. my dual monitors anymore. She, she's playing with the different like filters on her app again. <laughs> that's all she does. That's that's like she's just she's just her own distraction. And you notice the only person distraction distracted was Ren. So uh, right. <laughs> all right, we're we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on on our trip if if we if we can if ever if we can get all the fucking kids back in the car to settle down. We are not stopping to pee again, Serenity. Do not. This is it. Do not make Don do, turn this. Do not this. make me turn this podcast around. <laughs> <laughs> I think we already took a wrong turn somewhere. That's for sure. Because we're heading from Florida all the way out to California now. Because a naked California woman was rescued Tuesday after she got wedged between between the concrete walls of two buildings. <laughs> Holy shit! That must have been a big woman. <laughs> Let me read that again. A naked, a naked California woman was rescued Tuesday after she got wedged between the concrete walls of two buildings, authorities said. The woman was discovered around 2 p.m. in the uh, uh, 1020th block of North Harbor Boulevard in Santa Ana, the Orange County Fire Authority said. Uh, workers at a nearby S&C auto body shop told KTLA that they heard the woman yelling for help, but they were unable to pin down her location uh -huh, and uh, called police for help. Uh, we called the cops and the cops came and we got on the roof and looked between the two walls and she's all naked, the worker said. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's spend nine how? months. Spend nine months trying to get out of the wound and the rest of your life trying to get back in. <laughs> Uh, the the woman was stuck in the in a space less than a foot wide. Okay, okay, it wasn't that, but you know, still, how did she end woman. up naked and stuck between the buildings? I mean, did Jesus. she like sneak back there to pee or something? What's that'd be like the worst place to pee? Right, because once you once you squat down, I mean, you, you're going to get stuck. Well, that's it. I mean, I like thinking about it. Like a guy, yeah, I could piss down there a foot foot wide thing because I can aim and 
you know, do it. Well, right. A woman, a woman's well, got all to we squat. have to do is stand at the edge and pee into the into the that's, space. That's what I'm saying. But a woman needs to like squat so they're not like messing down their own fucking legs. So what room are you giving yourself to do that? Wait, wait. <laughs> I know a few chicks who could stand up and pee, so you can't tell me that. Can they write their name in block letters? Uh, some of them real. probably yes. probably can. Yeah, yeah. this day and age, real. you can't put it past them. <laughs> have to have good hip control. Just, just wipe oleo down both sides, all the brick, you see? Yeah. And then, whoop, right yeah. in there. Somebody uh, grabbed the firefighters, <laughs> firefighters were unable to reach the woman and had to perform a technical rescue that required cutting open the concrete wall. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Baby had too much snacks. Can we can we break down can we break down the the uh, initial point of this though, like okay she she got trapped in there and they had to break her out but why was she in there to begin with and butt fucking naked? Like, because it's Santa Ana, California. <laughs> I get it, yeah. might be hot out or whatever, but seriously, why would you get yourself in that position specifically butt naked? Was like she running from like, was she like climbing out a window because she was fucking some other girl's dude? Like, that's that's a possibility. It's a possibility. Oh, I hate that. This would have been a good one too. This this next one would have been a damn good one, but it's a video one and not not any you know. It's minister experiences out of body trip to hell before returning to life. Yeah, I that would have been a great one to read, but unfortunately, it's that one's just on video. Because I think a lot of ministers should take a trip to hell a couple times. I've touched too many altar boys. <laughs> I've let them play with my organ, and then I saw the pits of fire and smoke. Exactly. And now, exactly. And now I know. So now I know if I'm going to perform pedophilia in the Lord's name, it must be with the females. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we, we a Georgia couple had a scare on Sunday when they came. See, we're going back to the other side. We're back in Georgia now, and this damn thing won't stop playing. A Georgia couple had a bit of a, a scare uh, on Sunday when they came face to face with a large snake family, a large snake family under the bed. Huh. Uh, Trish Wilcher thought she saw a piece of fuzz on the floor under the bed, but when she searched for it, it suspiciously moved. And then a second later, another piece moved. And I went to my husband. We have snakes. <laughs> In fact, they had 18 snakes. What is with all these uh, motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane? Right. Well, this was, in, this was just in Georgia under the bed. This one wasn't. The couple in their home were non-venomous garter, garter snakes. So that's, that's really no big deal. <laughs> but there were 18 of them. That's... I mean that that's Wait, that's, that's some nightmare fuel shit. House? So there were nineteen snakes in the house. I don't think they counted that one. It was it it was smaller than most of the babies, so they didn't bother to count it. <laughs> eighteen snakes in a double bag. Eighteen snakes yeah. and she an inch worm. Thought they were fuzz to begin with. That's kind of weird. Yeah, it was apparently she thought it was a fuzz snake, because you know those furry little fuzzy garter snakes. They the fuzziest are so snake you ever did see. It was so damn cute. <laughs> I mean, you can make. Yeah, that's that's what it says. She thought she saw a piece of fuzz on the floor. All eight, eighteen of them suckers. <laughs> well, she sure wasn't like a, just a bunch of caterpillars. Wow. Well, if she could get them trained, she could have a circus right there. <laughs> right, exactly. That was a Cirque de Snake. 
Oh, God. Yeah, come rent out the snake bedroom. Damn it. Hourly rate. <sighs> you know what? This, there are this, people these out websites there. websites are starting to piss me off. There are people yeah, out there know. that would pay good it's money for that shit. Stuck. The chick who got stuck between the buildings, they get, can you get us her number? I'll do an interview. It would have been great. It would have been great to do an. It would have been great to do an interview while she was naked, stuck between the buildings. That would have been. Look, Colin. Colin That's that's when you're going to get the truth, right there. Questions would you have asked her? Well, it doesn't matter. Colin's just excited to know that she is comfortable with small things, small small places. Mm. Right, right, right. He said it was cute. Let's see what a lot of chicks tell him. Between the buildings. There's no oleo, and you had to be dislodged. I mean, <laughs> there's we gotta can, be a story behind it. Don't worry, we can order you some KY from uh, fucking GoPuff. It'll be there in 30 well, minutes. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. You can order. You can you can probably order a naked woman stuck between two buildings on that damn app. <laughs> <laughs> That's. We'll have to we'll have to search that app and see I if we can order 18 snakes and a woman naked woman trapped between the buildings. I am not delivering that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you pick up the orders, you deliver. You don't question it. I better get a good tip for that one. Have an event. We're going to make an event out of it at Holiday at Chris's house. No. <laughs> All right, we're we're gonna we're gonna go back on our road trip and head to Connecticut, where an 18-year-old has been charged with computer crimes after police say he hacked into a database and put a quote from Adolf Hitler into a Connecticut high school yearbook. Uh, the teen was a student at Glastonbury High School, where the quote appeared in May beneath the photo of an unsuspecting classmate. It read, "It is quite a special. It is." It is a quite special secret pleasure how the people around us fail to realize what is really happening to them. Please, interesting. Okay, well, please, that's... please tell me the kid that he put that quote under was a Jewish kid, just to make it that much more of a hate crime. Oh, I, I, that's that would have been yeah, that would have made a lot more people angry. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there had to uh, be a, there the, had the to be a purpose the, behind it, right? Right, I would assume. I would assume that. The, uh, By the way, I'm not condoning. Yeah, uh, I'm not condoning writing fucking quotes from Adolf Hitler in your school yearbook. But if right, you're gonna do right, it, do right. it right. Uh, po- <laughs> police said the same student was responsible for another unauthorized yearbook entry, which referenced one of the Boston Marathon bombers and drug use. The teen, who was previously barred from attending his graduation ceremony, faces two counts of third-degree computer crime and is due in court on uh, on August sixth. So we'll have to. Uh, We'll have to get an update on this little asshole. <laughs> Dude, I am totally edgy. I'm going to use everything that pisses everybody off to make me look famous. You're a fucking loser, right. dude. I hope you listen to this podcast. You're you're a complete fucking disgrace. Like, I can't even Did make they, like, fun of you. you. A list? Hey, I if he listens to the clue. podcast, here you are dogging him. You just lost our only listener. <laughs> I don't fucking... I'd rather lose that one and only listener to condone his actions. That's just a straight asshole. I hope somebody fucking oh, rapes yeah. him. Oh, person. yeah. That, he's, he's, he's a piece of shit. Yep. God. He should, he should be stuck between... He so. should be stripped naked and stuck between two buildings and have 18 living garter snakes shoved up his ass. Damn, that is a that is don't a that me. is a Collins fantasy and a history of the world part one <laughs> reference all in one. I don't want that guy's number. <laughs> I mean they have feelings. I don't too. want that guy's number. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, Ron? No. Let's not be mean to the garter snakes. They have feelings too. Right. Snake. 
Oh yeah, they feel smooth and slimy. Did you? Did you? And, did apparently, you and apparently, in Georgia, they often are confused with balls of fuzz. And, and did you guys hear Colin's response? He does not want his address. That guy's address. He does not get the little Johnson. <laughs> he gets Big Bubba instead. Fucking prick. Yeah, sure. Well, it's probably that kid in that movie Euro Trip who was dressing up and bouncing around in the background, and he put the marker right here on his underneath his nose and made himself a little Hitler mustache going on there. Remember that guy? You know, he, kid? he probably grew up now. He's probably him. You, you know what I hate about the Hitler mustache? It's before Ad, Adolf Hitler, that was a fashionable and stylish mustache for men, and now nobody could ever wear it because of Adolf Hitler. Right. Well, you, you know why it was a fashionable mustache, don't you? Why? In World War One, they had if they wanted a mustache, they had to shave it that way. Otherwise, they couldn't fit their gas mask. True. Their gas mask wouldn't. Really? Yeah. So that was why that, that was why they did that. That's why that became a popular thing. But nobody this day and age, no matter what color you are, doesn't matter if you're male or female or somewhere in between, you can never wear that mustache because of Adolf Hitler. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Can't do it. Nope. It's a damn shame because that mustache is still uglier than sin, but everybody should well, have yeah, the right to wear the facial hair looks, they want. It still looks dumb as hell. I always <laughs> just assume that Charlie Chaplin did it as a joke. Didn't he? Yeah, he did, kind of. To be fair, didn't he? Yeah, he did, kind of. I mean, I the whole, you know, bouncing up blow ball around. I don't think he okay, woke I'm up. Loop. I don't think he woke up one day and said to himself, you know what would look really cool? The bristles on my toothbrush right underneath my nose. Right. <laughs> right. I just I just needed to catch boogers. That's all. See, Phil, yeah. Hitler was famous, and he was doing it, so it just seemed right. right? <laughs> all right. A cheesy ice cream. Let's let's move on from Hitler's mustache because we've got more to cover. <laughs> We've got more to cover on our little road trip. A cheesy ice cream has debuted. Uh, Brooklyn-based va- Brooklyn uh, Van Leeuwen ice cream turned in the cheesiest of Kraft macaroni and cheese into their ice cream to create Kraft macaroni and cheese-flavored ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, know, we know that there is nothing more refreshing on a hot summer day than ice cream. Uh, said Kraft Macaroni and Cheese Associate Brand Manager Emily Violet. Uh, This is why we wanted to combine two of the most iconic comfort foods and create ice cream with the unforgettable flavor of Kraft Macaroni and Cheese and vomit. Look, look, I'm going to say it straight out. Most people come up with ice cream flavors because it's something that they crave while they're eating the ice cream. Like they're eating vanilla ice cream. It's like, oh, you know, go great with this. Cherries. And it makes sense. You get cherry right, vanilla right, ice cream. Right. Who, you know, I've, I've seen this with other ones before. Like, Redner's had fucking Scrapple flavor and bacon flavor ice cream, which it was not as good as it sounds. I tried it. Right. <laughs> but I have never once sat there with a bowl of ice cream and said, and said, you know, Velveeta shells and cheese would go great with this. But, but have you ever sat there eating macaroni and cheese and thought, maybe I should freeze this first? No. 
No, I can honestly say I've never had that thought while eating my mac and cheese. <laughs> no, nope, neither have I, because that's absolutely disgusting. What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, was it Van, Van Leeuwen ice cream. What the fuck is wrong with you? And Kraft Macaroni and Cheese uh, brand manager Emily Violet, how could you? Right. How dare you? That is crimes you against humanity right there. You should both be ashamed of yourself. Again, bring out the garter snakes and cram their naked asses between two buildings. Right. That's just going to be my new punishment for everybody that does stupid things like create craft macaroni and cheese ice cream. That's right. Craft Geneva. be used as punishment, though? That's right. Craft Geneva, Geneva Convention punishment. As punishment when they misbehave, and they'll never misbehave again. That's the name of this episode now. Craft Crimes Against Humanity. <laughs> ice cream. It tastes weird. <laughs> Look, I these mean, are the same people. Right? These are the same people ice that give people. These are the same ice people that made with cream and sugar, and it's whipped and it's got air infused into it, right? Now you you look at that and you look at cheese. Well, cheese is a product that's made. It's a, it's a byproduct of milk, um, and it's made as a molding process. So moldy cheese and ice cream just it doesn't really uh, grab my. Uh, saliva and make me want to eat it well, do we know if it's sweet or not these these are the type of people that give people dirty looks for dipping fries and frosties but yet they're mixing mac and mac and cheese and fucking chocolate ice cream right, right, right. <laughs> i would give bacon a chance though it, how it, was that it wasn't good it wasn't the, no? the, the bacon flavoring was more like an aftertaste oh, than actually you know like ooh, bacon flavored ice cream Bacon. Well, usually, usually if it's bacon-flavored anything, that's all the flavor is, is an aftertaste, unless it's actual bacon. Right. Which... I think they should put bacon flavor in everything except for uh, douche. Bacon-flavored douche. Yo, I'm down for it. Let's make a market. See, I, was, I was thinking I was thinking bacon-flavored edible panties. That would be okay. Uh, you made the baby cry on that, Don. <laughs> Right? How uh, absolutely. That's what I do. No it's, no it's not a good show until somebody makes the baby cry. <laughs> well, you see, then you if you had bacon flavored undergarments and douche, then you would have the neighborhood dogs chasing your girlfriend down the street, and that would be unpleasurable. Is that where you? Is that where your mind went? My my thought is extra crispy bacon. That shit would be crumbling as soon as she put it on. <laughs> it would be bacon bits on the floor instead of inedible panties. <laughs> I'm not saying it wouldn't last. It would last very long. It wouldn't. But yeah, but if it still, if it smells like bacon down there, that's not enticing. I, yeah, I, it's kind of. I love bacon as much as the next man, but don't 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 put it down there. <laughs> if it smells like bacon, it's fine. If it smells like sausage, leave it alone. Right. <laughs> alone. Leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, I will eat it without the bacon bits. Mm. Moving on. All right. <laughs> I'm seriously <clears throat> speechless right now. Like, seriously. <laughs> 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 oh my god. <laughs> All right, let's let's get back to the news of the world here. <laughs> Can we top bacon flavored edible underwear? <laughs> I I, yeah, well, yeah, you can top it with probably sour cream. Uh, the <laughs> <laughs> Damn, he whipped that up uh, himself. It was, it was, oh, my God, that was awesome. 
It's like a, it's like a baked potato. It's split right there. Anyway. <laughs> he single-handedly whipped that one up. No, there's too much starch in that for that. Oh, sour cream and chives. Fuck it. All right, moving on. I think you need to see a doctor uh, about that one. The, an the Animal Welfare League of Arlington. That's a good direction to go from that. The Animal Welfare League of Arlington untangled, untangled an owl and turtle that got stuck together. AWL Arlington discovered the animals were stuck together after receiving a call about an owl in a resident's backyard that could not fly, uh, prompting Deputy Animal Control Officer Ryan Robinson to investigate. Robinson's on the case. Robinson it. found the owl with a claw clamped between the turtle's top and bottom shell and brought them back to the shelter where he and the chief animal control officer, Jennifer Toussaint, uh, dislodged the claw and gently separated the two. So there we go. We, we've gone from uh, bacon-flavored panties to uh, somehow an owl and a turtle getting stuck together. Because the owl wanted it's some turtle soup. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was looking for the sour cream. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. I was close. Oof. No, 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 no. Hoo, hoo, hoo. How many licks does it? Get, how many licks does it get, take to get to the center of that turtle? Let's find right. out. Right, probably quite a few. But I'd say, I think an owl turtle offspring of the two would be fantastic. You really got to sink your hooks into it. <laughs> right, the, the, a turtle that can fly. All of a sudden, I want snapper soup. <laughs> I'm not joking. I really want some snapper soup. <laughs> No, that's a, that's a different kind of snapper. Oh, with sour cream and chives? <laughs> Stuck between a brick wall? <laughs> uh, this, is, this, this road trip has brought us so many different places, but let's, since we're talking about it anyway, uh, Spice Company McCormick will pay a taco lover $100,000 over four months to innovate new seasoning mixes and big, deep, what and big deep into what the dig deep sorry my brain went yeah it was like big deep into taco let's try that again spice, <laughs> spice company mccormick will pay a taco lover one hundred thousand dollars over four months to innovate new seasoning mixes and dig deep into all things taco you wanted to go say <laughs> balls deep didn't you you were you were fighting balls deep weren't you oh holy hell uh, do you here, here's <laughs> Uh, do you eat tacos like it's your true calling? Uh, uh, McCormick questions in an overview of the job description. Only now it really yes. can be. McCormick yeah. is on the lookout for its first ever director of taco relations, and we're calling all taco fanatics to submit. I'm telling uh, the you, the director of taco relations will keep tabs on social media, taste test, and consult on recipes. Travel across the country to search for the latest trends over a four-month period, according to McCormick's post. Payment is $25,000 per month and requires available availability to work up to 20 hours per week. Remotely, dude, from September to 20 hours a week. Dude, just hit us tacos. up. Uh, just hit us up. We'll do it. We'll do it on air. We'll do it for the podcast. That's a promotion for you guys. Hit us up. You don't need nobody else. Exactly. Pay us the fucking exactly. money. Exactly. <laughs> I will come up with the craziest fucking seasoning spreads, and all of them will include fucking Old Bay seasoning and cayenne pepper. I promise you. <laughs> Maybe some See, sour cream I, and chives. I think 
McCormick, McCormick, you can keep most of that money. I just want the title director of taco relations. <laughs> <laughs> it figures the guy with the tiny golden cock gets the uh, taco relations. <laughs> hey, it's not the size that counts. Yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. director, of, if you're director of taco relations, you know what you're doing already. It, it sounds like you should have a casting couch, Don. <laughs> what makes you think I don't? I am a producer. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, now I know who runs Bang Brothers, <laughs> which is this porn site I've heard of. I've never seen it before. I've I've heard of it too. I, I'm not sure what it's about, but you know. Anyway, that is... <laughs> I, I think the title of it kind of tells you, I mean, Bang Brothers... Uh, right, that's their last name. It's, are you saying it's they're not D casting... Doug, Doug and David Bangstein. Uh, are, are, they, are you telling me they're not casting for the reboot of Gone with the Wind? <laughs> <laughs> that would, has they, have they made a porn of Gone with the Wind? They I'm should. pretty sure. If you look it up, I'm sure it exists. Does that involve somebody blowing wow. apart? When I watched Spider-Man bang China dressed as She-Hulk, I knew that nothing was sacred in the porn industry. I'm sure <laughs> fucking Call with the Wind has been parodied. <laughs> I, I watched a movie years ago on the old Cinemax like softcore channel that was called Spider Babe. Uh, guess where she shot webs from? Anyway. <laughs> oh no! Well, it's more accurate were... than it's more accurate than Peter Parker. <laughs> right, right. I. Uh, anyway, hey, that was the news buffet. Aren't you glad you joined along for that ride? It, it started out as a road trip and uh, quite literally turned into a buffet. <laughs> In a ditch. <laughs> With all the topping. Very tasty. And McCormick can make seasonings out of everything we just <laughs> talked about. <laughs> Dude, you know how proud I would be. I like. I would walk down a supermarket with my mother and point out McCormick seasonings that our podcast like fucking inspired. Look, ma, you see, yeah. you see, you see that bacon flavored sardine flavor. That was that was from our joke about fucking uh, edible underwear. Oh, <laughs> oh man, you see, you, you see that you see that brick and porker uh, flavor one? That's from the fat chick that got stuck between the walls. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you guys are going to love what I got to tell you about today. <laughs> go, go ahead. I won't stop you. Uh -oh. Well, I'm going to take it down a notch to a lighter subject. Um, but, uh, start off. But it, that was a fat worry. joke, wasn't it? <laughs> no, no. It's fatter. <laughs> um, all right. So today uh -oh. is July 19th. And um, apparently today is the anniversary of the release of Tom and Jerry's first cartoon. Yay! Um, from 1941, 80 years ago today, Tom and Jerry's first first appeared again uh, <clears throat> as an animated cartoon by Hanna-Barbera, uh, featuring the ongoing rivalry between Tom, the house cat, and a mouse named Jerry. The first episode was called uh, the, Wild, the Midnight Snack. Um... You see, a contest was set up to find a perfect name for both characters by an animator named John Carr. Uh, the show's animators, William Hanna and Joseph Barbera, were, would continue to work on the series for 15 years, creating 161 Tom and Jerry short films 
for Metro Goldwyn Mayer um, that played in theaters. Um, plots involving Tom um, generally trying to one-up Jerry or one-up each other uh, with much mayhem and destruction to follow, despite Tom's clever strategies, determining determined mindset, larger size, and exceptional overall intelligence, he rarely succeeds in winning a round in the ring with Jerry's cunning abilities, audacity, and luck. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of cool. That's uh, Tom and Jerry's 80 years old, so happy birthday kind of to uh, the release of the first Tom and Jerry episode. And uh, their first episode, uh, The Midnight Snack, you can find on YouTube if you look around. Did you really just um, read off today. a total description of what the Tom and Jerry show is? It's 80 years <laughs> oh, old. Yeah. We all know about it. <laughs> well, what if we, we get, might have some millennials that don't know shit, you know? <laughs> so yeah, I gotta, uh, Tom and Jerry was air. <laughs> Tom and Jerry rock. Everybody loves Tom and Jerry. There was a movie um, you know, for Tom and Jerry that just came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing anyway. that's coming, too. Um. Also today is Brian May's birthday. Brian May, as you may or may not know, is uh, the guitarist in the band Queen. And um, he was born 1947, so he's 74 years old today. Happy birthday, Brian May. Happy birthday. <clears throat> so um, this past week, I was alerted to uh, a, a, a situation. A friend of mine owns a, a local business in and uh, you know we're up here in the middle of Upper Michigan, and we only got like what 30,000 people in our in our town. But um, they had a gay pride event um, with drag queens and stuff like that. Well. The person who uh, my friend had running his sound equipment um, was having some issues with other employees and stuff, and he had to let him go. So he needed somebody to run sound because he took all of his equipment with him. So I had to go over and set that up for the drag queen event, which I'm sure I'm going to get comments and rebuttals from you guys on this because it was quite interesting, people that I saw there. because I, I went there and set it up. I said, okay, here's the mute button for the microphone. And here's the mute button for your input on your laptop music playing. And then I washed my hands of it and walked away because they were taking pictures and all kinds of things of people and stuff. I'm like, I'm not going to be in the, the whole, you know, show of the drag queen stuff with my picture and involved. I don't want nothing to do with all that, you know. That wasn't my thing. I was, was not while I was there, you know. Um, but it was interesting event nonetheless, um, and my equipment worked perfectly. I mean, my audio equipment. <laughs> good catch, Colin. Good catch. Because um, I, I was going there if you didn't. <laughs> right. right. You know. Um, oh quite the overall event that I had to uh, set up audio equipment for. Um, but they went out off without a hitch. And nobody came home with me that night. Um, and which is silly because your equipment worked perfectly. An event like that, uh, it's interesting to, to see what kind of stuff they get into. And I just hung in the background and uh, by the back door, I mean, by the rear um, entrance of the <laughs> you're not helping yeah. yourself, Colin. You just hung by the back door. It's well, all right. I, I hung out by. I was outside he smoking cigarettes most of the time, <laughs> um, but I'm happy to, to say that uh, my 
audio equipment worked perfectly. <laughs> yep, he was outside smoking between the, between the buildings and the brick walls. Yeah, I smoked a lot of cigarettes. And he was fucking on some I helped with a mop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say what I was mopping. I don't know what it was. I just mopped. <laughs> that's like just sour cream. So yes, I did my part to help out the gay, lesbian, and um, otherwise. I'm sure you did. Um, in the form of audio equipment. Yes. Wonder and Twin I Powers. I did hang out by the back door. Wonder Twin Covered Powers. My own back door. Oh, he likes the cutest equipment. <laughs> Yeah, they like yeah, ne equipment. never never go to the drag show without working equipment. That's right, right. Well, what I the fuck did I walk into? I didn't get my picture taken with anyone. <laughs> you know, they offered, they asked, and I said, no, thank you. So I'm good. Man, I go to take a leak oh and God. call for my daughter, and I come back, and we're talking about Colin's equipment at the dragway uh, <laughs> at the drag well, show. It, what the yeah. fuck? He was at the uh, rear entrance, okay? Right. He, just, he was just he, just... he just hung by the rear entrance. <laughs> Dude, when I he left... Just, we, he was just hanging by the back door. Dude, when I left, we were talking well, about wholesome shit there. like Tom and Jerry. I come back to the back door entrance <laughs> of the drag show. I had to set up audio, audio equipment for this drag queen show because and the guy was just the back fine. Yep. I'm sure Ro yeah. RuPaul fully appreciated it. Yeah. Well, it, well that, that's who told him he had great equipment. <laughs> I did learn. I did learn that it's no longer just dicks with chicks. Now it's dudes with tits. And, What's uh, the difference? Uh, yeah, difference? I'm trying to figure that out too. I think that was the whole. I think that was the pregnant pause that everybody had. Like, wait a minute. What's the difference between the two? <laughs> yeah, they, they were friendly people. Um, I just stayed and kept to myself. Uh, <laughs> I hung out with the owner most of the night, talking to him about what we were witnessing. And, um, but yeah, I'm not going to ruin it for anybody who wants to go on those events. You'll have to figure it out yourself. I'm not going to give details. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they had a good time, and I was happy to be able to assist them with audio equipment. <laughs> well, when they come when they come to town, I think I've got some desperate. I would love to send just to watch what happens. <laughs> oh, well, they had a good time. They 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 all had fun. They got to have their gay pride time. And, uh, Dra hey. Drag shows are very entertaining. <laughs> yeah, there was feathers and sparkles and sequins, and there was fairy poop all over the floor when they were done. But uh, <laughs> they seemed to have fun. <laughs> so it was piles of glitter. Is that is that what you're saying? Is fairy poop? Uh, fairy poop. Yeah, yeah. There was glitter. Fairy poop oh, yeah. everywhere. Okay. Okay. I'm just making sure because. You know, you were talking about rear entrances that could get messy. You so. know what I mean by fairy poop. You know what? <laughs> know what I mean. You know what? I've I've gone to the gay pride parade before, and I've seen drag queens and shit like that before. I knew it. Maybe maybe it's insensitive of me to ask this, but why is it every drag queen or or man who feels their tra uh, a female trapped in a man body? Why do they all dress exactly as the exact kind of woman that nobody, including women, would ever want to go outside looking like? Like, seriously, yeah. like the, all the glitter and, and, you know, fairy poop and everything. No normal woman I have ever known in my life would ever dress like that, even for fucking Halloween. Well, 
It's like somebody threw up a cabaret. Yeah, I seen some of that last night or uh, this weekend. Yeah, I did. And I understand understand my question. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm actually trying to understand. Like if you're if you're a drag queen and it's not just for show because I know there's a difference between those that just dress up and drag for a show and those that that's their lifestyle. No, there there's a difference between drag queen and transgender. Right. Well, I'm not even saying transgender. Transgender right. are literally right. trying to be the opposite sex of which they were born. Drag queens are still fine being, for lack of a better term here, guys that just dress as women, whether right. it's a lifestyle or a show. But either way you look at it, why do you choose the most gaudy, ugly, guaranteed to never get you laid as a man or a woman ever type clothing and personalities? I right. don't no, I think don't that they're going out there to get laid. I think it's the pageantry in the show. Yeah. They, they have fun doing what they do, apparently. Yeah. They, they like the show of it, and they do what they like. Um, Almost like a type they have of every right, art. But it is Maybe. bizarre that they do that. Um, but they have the right, whatever. I don't care. I just run sound. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying yeah. they don't have a right. I'm he just did, trying to understand did, the Colin process. Colin just ran sound, made sure his equipment worked. In the back door. Yeah. And, the, and hung by the back door. Are <clears throat> you cleaning up stuff on the floor? I, I brought no one home from that show. Not even, that say you did. Not even his equipment. He just left it there. <laughs> I, I rode my bike home alone. I bet you got glitter on you. Did you have a little basket on it with a, with a flag in the back? I still got to clean off the glitter off my equipment. Wait, I got to sterilize my microphones and all kinds yeah. of well. <laughs> we figured you got glitter on your equipment while you were there. Making me freak out over here, man. Hey, you know what? The bar, I, <laughs> the bar I like to go to to do karaoke. One of the ways they handled that, like not just for glitter or fucking shit like that, but you know, like the COVID. Did crisis. you just think you show up for kar- get karaoke and do glitter? No, but I'm just saying, like, regardless of glitter and all that, even for the COVID shit, he started putting like little fucking mic condoms on it, you know, and they would switch <laughs> it out every performance. So, literally, oh. like this little cover that they put on the fucking microphone. <laughs> yeah. all, all because Chris brought glitter to karaoke. I farted it out, yeah. man. You know, <laughs> I wanted yeah. I wanted it to be like one of those fucking air cannons that shoot confetti. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Pull my finger. Well, they only wanted my equipment. Um, I'm they, sure they, they did. <laughs> there were feathers and sparkles and shiny, shiny crap, and there was some shiny chaps that was kind of weird. But they had undies on. I hear, um, I hear, uh, fucking George Takai in my head right did now. Did he just say undies? Oh, oh my! <laughs> <laughs> oh my! They had undies on. <laughs> Wait, why do you call them undies? Well, they're not over. They're undies. <laughs> they're okay. under, right? Don, what do you call them? What are we talking about? Underwear. Uh, who's mine? <laughs> I yeah, got calls them panties. What do you call them, Don? I call them underwear. Yeah, Chris, what do you call them? Uh, non-existent, because I usually go commando. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Okay. I, I call them panties, but for my daughter, I say undies, because it's fun for the kiddos, you know? Underwear. But Colin, how old are you again? Oh, yeah. Children shouldn't be wearing panties. Children wear undies. You all know that. Underoos. <laughs> Underoos. Hey, no matter what you call oh, it. Oh, my God. Same thing. A wasted piece of fabric. Are, are you, you one of those commando goers, too, that has to streak your own jeans? 
Hey man, I've yeah, got more skin marks than a tarmac at the airport. I don't care. Yeah, you gotta have barriers, man. <laughs> well, uh, I don't even care if my fly zipped. If it can't get up, it can't get out. Well, I mean, when your equipment works as well as yours. Actually, I stole that. My grandpa used that term once. <laughs> look, he's look. He's looking to stick his shit. He's got a zipper down because he's looking to stick his shit in every port like fucking RTD2 in a fucking Star Wars movie. Yeah. Ah, he's just hanging by the back door. <laughs> that was horrible. Horrible, horrible. But I did see lots of sparkles and shimmery stuff and shiny chaps. And, and you uh, didn't take pictures. Me. No, I nobody tried to cornhole me. They were very uh, friendly, good people. You didn't think you didn't think about this screen. podcast at all and take one fucking picture of somebody letting go of a unicorn fart. No, no, there were no no pictures, no. That could have been the difference. <laughs> that could have been the difference between five views and five thousand views, views, right there, and you didn't think once about it. <laughs> no, 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 me with the drag queen. Sorry, I mean I. They respect what they do. They do what they do, and that's cool. You know, I hooked them up with the sound stuff they needed for their sound equipment. But hey, that's it. <laughs> hey, 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 I'm a capitalist. I'm not saying I disrespect their lifestyle. I'm just saying if I can fucking capitalize on it. <laughs> if I could pull views from a good picture. <laughs> the place was packed. I was surprised. It was really busy. Fudge um, packing? But, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it, no. No, 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 not that kind of packed. I mean, it was it was wall to wall people. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna leave yeah, this alone yeah. before it becomes the orgy scene from the second Matrix movie. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was fun. They had a good time. Wait, what? <laughs> you don't remember that scene in the second Matrix movie? Oh, with wait, with they the made robot. it. They made it back to that that cave area, and they were talking about like we we've got the one, and the next thing you know, they're all doing like this little dance session that turns into a total orgy fest. Watching Wait, a weird movie, I don't remember that. You don't? That's how bad I the second movie was. I've... Yeah. He must have been tripping. No, no, I was just dumb enough to stay awake during that movie. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was the mistake you made. <laughs> Look, the first right, Matrix so, was uh, fine. The other two were hot garbage. Yeah. All right, so I, I can agree with that. that. Uh, another interesting thing that happened uh, today in history... Um, in 1848, 173 years ago, um, Elizabeth Cody Stanton organized a two-day meeting during which they used the language of the Declaration of Independence to state their claim um, for women's rights, um, stating that they it gave them the right they felt they had or were entitled to as American citizens. Um, Stanton also introduced the 300 men and women in attendance, um, the radical idea of inclusion. Um, of women in the Declaration of Independence and a demand for women's rights to vote. Um, suffrage, they called it. Um, at that time, no women were allowed to vote anywhere on the planet. And many women, in fact, objected to the idea, thinking it was impossible. Um, additionally, bloomers were introduced to the feminist gathering um, by Amelia Jenks Bloomer. According to the fashion, fashion legend, um, who donned a pair at the conference, where everybody else wore dresses. Wait, That's a piece of history. I'm 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 not getting this. Is this is this something that happened a long time ago, or is this, and people yeah, were yeah, recreating yeah. it, or is this something that people are still bitching about today? 
that that women don't no, have rights and all that yeah. shit, even though like everybody on the uh, on the United States soil has the exact same rights. It's right. this well, day well, in history. No. Oh, the history. Okay, history. that's where I missed. That's yeah, where I missed. Right. Woman was actually born to this day in history. Okay. Um, okay, that's where I was missing the 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 statement. And it was it was uh, started by this woman Elizabeth Cody Stanton, um, at in Seneca Falls, New York, at the Women's Rights Conference or Women's Rights Convention. Sorry. Apparently, it was the first of its kind, and at the time, there was no no women were allowed to to vote on the whole planet. So today is kind of an important day for women's rights in history. I thought I would make you know positive mention. No, that that's cool. That that's no that that's cool and that's great and I celebrate that. I thought we were talking about somebody fucking still bitching about that shit today, in which case I would equate them to somebody like a flat earther who you know the science is already there that what you're bitching about has already been straightened out. Shut up. Oh my (laughs) But remembering something from history is is definitely a smart. Yeah, that's that's a cool thing. Right. So women wearing bloomers out there in public like that was uh, it was like the, the, the key thing that they were all wearing bloomers, I guess. It's Amelia Jenks Bloomer. What's a what's a bloomer? Because forgive my ignorance bloomer. here, but we just got done talking about underwear and shit like that. And when I was a kid, right. that's kind of what they called girls underwear, which bloomers. Bloomer. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, is no, that what they were? They were they were bacon flavored. <laughs> so, so is that bacon what she showed up to? Bloomers, <laughs> so, sour cream color, no bacon flavored bloomers. I don't think. No, but ser- seriously, that is that seriously is that what a bloomer was back then too? Like everybody else showed up in dresses, and she showed up in her underwear. I mean, like what what is a bloomer from no, back then? Bloomers are like pants, kind of like little. They wrap around your leg and then they pants. kind of bloom out. Lacy shorts. Yeah, they're like lacy yeah, shorts. They're cute. Kind, yeah, kind of like yeah. the old, old, old-timey swimwear. Like what you would see olive oil wear when she would go to the beach with Popeye. I'm going to send you a pair of bloomers. You going to send me a pair of bloomers? <laughs> yeah, send him a pair of bloomers with with that little Johnson. And I will wear them. I'll wear them once. And you, you have to take a picture with the little Johnson while you're wearing the bloomers. <laughs> the little Johnson hanging out of my bloomers? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do I'm it. thinking this whole thing now. <laughs> um, your so boy, yeah, I don't know. I just figured I'd include you, that in a little piece of history there. Um, your your boy Willie will day, never let me touch his guitar again. <laughs> Not the no bloomers of guitar at the same time now. Come on, <laughs> I can't work with this Unless type of limitation. Video it, and we could do it a session. Totally. If we video do a it. session on it, and you're in bloomers with your guitar. That'd be all right. Look, when I was a kid, when I was a but, kid, uh, yeah, well, we will get some hits, right? Look, when I was a kid, I could do all the stupid shit I want because there was no fucking video cameras. Nowadays, there's no point in doing all the stupid shit I want unless it's being fucking recorded. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, go figure. How's that work? Huh. Um, so on this day in 1954 um, was the first Elvis Presley single, um, a song called "That's All Right." which you can find on YouTube. Um, and then on the B-side was the Blue Moon of Kentucky. It was released by Sun Records, and only 7,000 7, copies uh, were published, enough to make it a hit in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, the por- performance was later hailed in Rock and Roll, uh, Rolling Stone magazine as the first rock and roll record. Yeah, so, forget yeah. about Chuck Berry and all that before... Man. Elvis, look, I'll, I'll admit Elvis is king, but he—that wasn't the first rock and roll record. Come on, man. 
Well, Chuck Berry didn't come along until like 1956. No, he didn't make it big till 1956. He was around. And he was already doing yeah. the shit he was doing. I gotta right, give yeah, I gotta give credit where credit's him. due. El- Elvis is the yeah. king of rock and roll, but he is not the first rock and roller. Well, according to Rolling Stone, they they hailed this album as the first rock and roll record. I don't know. Yeah, they I mean, also say logically maybe with that type of a swing and blues sped up kind of a, a tone, you know, could be. Rolling Stone would know. Uh, yeah, I don't trust Rolling Stone. <laughs> but that's probably debatable. They said they said Oasis was a good band. They they lost all credibility with me. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh my god. To where even I can admit, even I can admit uh Oasis was just a 90s knockoff version of the Beatles. As long as it ain't meatloaf, I'm good. <laughs> Fuck is wrong with meatloaf. You stick in between two fucking brick walls and you got yourself a fucking basket full of snakes. I don't know. I'm just yeah. Meat meatloaf is delicious. <laughs> a little bit of bacon on top. <laughs> Edible bacon. Right. Well, is yeah. there is there non-edible bacon? Well, if my ex-wife made it, probably there would be some unedible bacon. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the used-up underwear that you flavored bacon that nobody wants to buy. That's what they're using. I would totally buy it. If they actually sold it, I would buy it. I wouldn't eat it, but I would buy it. That you know, that would hang up on my wall. In the background, you'd get hungry. You'd get hungry one night and chew on that shit. I'd rather have like fucking venison, venison jerky underwear. That would be cool. That I'll snack on. Bacon underwear. I could have sold up at that show. Yep. Could have made a bundle. We can make some money off that shit, man. Right out the back door, I could have sold it. (laughs) Yeah. In fact, in fact, we'll make thong versions so that way, like. The panty waist and the, uh, the 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 crotch spot will be all bacon or whatever, but the uh, thong, you know, piece of string up the ass crack will actually be dental floss, so that way you can clean your teeth after you're done eating. Yeah, but they they could they need to make like Vienna sausage flavored uh, underwear because they already taste like ass. <laughs> Devil's That's hash. Subject. <laughs> Devil deviled ham. You try it. You let us know Pickled egg flavored underwear. That's <laughs> <recorded>. <laughs> Pickle pig's feet for all you sickos down south. <laughs> Florida man gorged himself to death on pickle pig feet thong underwear. Yeah. You want you want some pickled egg flavored panties with just that hint of vinegar. Oh, oh that's turning oh, my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> We're off the rails again, man. Oh, that's if big. anyone needs to be cured from watching porn, that the this is definitely the things that you have to keep in mind. <laughs> so hey, did you see that new yeah. pair of edible underwear, crab cakes? <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass on that one. <laughs> Says it could last up to a week. <laughs> if not treated. <laughs> oh, I don't even think we need an after hours after this. I think I think that goes. No, I think I think we I think got it right there. After hours. Yeah, I think we got it right there, guys. Let's go ahead and call this episode. I'll let you start off with Mr. Don Smith because he's the only one of us that actually has shit going on. 
Oh, I, I got some stuff going on. I actually, I'm, I'm in, uh, 2BTV is a new uh, streaming service uh, that's free, and right now I have a shit ton of movies on there. Uh, you can find Black Mamba, The Goocher, uh, Six Feet Below Hell, Straight Out of Hate, uh, what else? Uh, King Killer. I'm on a handful of movies that are on Tubi TV. Uh, you can check out my IMDb, uh, imdb.me slash Donald Smith. Uh, I'm getting ready to get back on some sets this weekend. I'm going to be producing and, uh, uh, acting in the role of Lucifer on the upcoming Bulletproof Jesus, which <laughs> is going to be super fun. Plus I got a couple other movies in the works, uh, in over the next coming weeks. So, uh, hopefully, before too long, a bunch of those releases to announce as well. Nice. You know, we still got to sit down and do our own little like Mystery Science Theater 3000 with with Don's movies. <laughs> Just oh for Patreon. God. We will sit there and we will pick apart Don's movies. We, we will make Don sit down and make, pick apart his movies with us. <laughs> yeah. That he, would be hilarious. He will criticize his own roles. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Colin. Hey guys, uh, I'm on here with Breaking the Fourth Wall. You can find me on Facebook. Um, you can find me on YouTube. If you want to give me a shout, uh, send me an email. It's uh, Colin Washburn with a K at gmail.com or get me on Facebook or whatever if you got something to say to any of these guys. And let's not forget about our buddy Rudder, who's got his uh, What's Your Effing Biz deal. He's not with us today, but he'll be around probably you know, at some point. And don't forget, you can Drop find you can find Colin at the uh, drag queen shows. Just check the back door. Yep, and make sure his equipment's working. <laughs> you know that my equipment works. Ren. Um, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Ren Tuathity Dannon, and I love to talk about all things Star Wars, science fiction, science fantasy, all good stuff. I actually have an argument I want to have uh, one day. Not not today, obviously, but one day. I want to have an argument about Star the new dis- uh, direction of Star Trek. I was watching Star Trek Episode Oops. Four, uh, The Voyage Home, the other day while I was doing a whole bunch of edits. And it reminded me that there's no cursing in Star Trek, yet it seems to be commonplace in the modern renditions of Star Trek, as, hmm. as in Picard, uh, Discovery, and Lower Decks. That, that profanity seems to be very uh prevalent in in the writing yet back in start the original prime star trek there was they didn't understand cursing when they went back t- in time to the 1980s and people were cursing at them they were confused because people didn't use profanity in the future so yes yeah, i remember I, that I, I, i'm curious how people justify that for the current trends of star trek but that's a, that's a discussion for another well, day spock spock learned it when he went back and everybody just kept going from there <laughs> double dumbass it took it you. took it a while for the for spock to get it back into the vernacular but he, he made it there it is <laughs> <laughs> and last but certainly not least miss serenity stone oh man you always put me <laughs> on the spot and i'm never ready ever um you were the last one to to, to go to you should have known by now <laughs> i know but i never feel like i need to say anything at the end just see you later stalk them you'll find me how's that there you go that works well enough <laughs> one talk to serenity get a hold of me i'll get their message for sure <laughs> he'll send it via little johnson 
And, of course, guys, if you enjoyed this episode in any capacity, hit that thumbs up button, like, share, comment, subscribe. Check out all the other great podcasts of Breaking the Fourth Wall Entertainment. And if you prefer them in audio-only format, we got you covered. Just look up Breaking the Fourth Wall Entertainment on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, or wherever quality podcasts can be heard. We will join you next week. Make sure you're also checking out the Legends of the Forgotten Gods D&D series. It's getting ready to wrap up Season 2. So you guys are in in for a treat because the big battles are just about to begin. And until then, guys, have a great night, and we will catch you on the next Breaking the Fourth Wall Weekly. Have a good night.